Hello and welcome to England Beer Reviews, episode 86, Eros. My name's TJ Davis alongside my constant compatriot, Emily Schick. How the fuck are you today? Uh, bone spurs in your spine, McGee. <laughs> wishing for a robot spine. <laughs> that's That's how I am. I've been wishing for robot legs for years and it still hasn't happened, so... But, you know, it has been 20 years since I started wishing for them. So it might be in the near future. <laughs> yeah. From when I started wanting them. It's going to be a cyborg. It's going to be cool. Yeah. As long as I get like an arm cannon. Got to get that arm cannon. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, my head needs to like detach and have like a little wire body that it can run around. with. <laughs> that, that would be ideal. <laughs> preview for the episode of <laughs> yeah. our other show that's coming out tomorrow's tomorrow. episode <laughs> that we're recording tomorrow from our perspective but it yeah. comes out tomorrow from yours in the future <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's been a while since we've uh cracked a beer so shall we get into this first beer please for the love of god yes all right. Now, you, you, dear listener, might be thinking, it's been a while since I pulled out a dear listener. You, dear listener, might be thinking that our first beer today might be Eros from the now defunct River Styx, sadly. But instead, we are doing something that we've done, I think, only once before and using that beer as our second one. Because A, it's a better name. B, it's an 11%. Yeah. So instead, we are starting off with Definitive Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. Definitive Brewing Company out of Portland, Maine. Their Oktoberfest is a Märzen-style lager coming in at 5.6%. In three, two, one, crack. Ah, it turned on me. <laughs> Better. I, I pulled a U and... Oh, let's raid yourself in the face. Yeah, definitely, definitely squirted on myself. Yeah, <laughs> you. I always enjoy a good Oktoberfest, though. And me too. I'm not sure if I've actually had definitives before. I think I have, but you know, I'm sure it's going to be good because most of their stuff is good. I just need to get my picture first. Mm, October festy. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And by October festy, I mean like malty, but not heavy handed in that. Um, oh, that's really nice. Like, I feel if like you like Mertzen's, like, this is one of the better ones. Well, I agree. American. Yeah. Better as ones. far as American ones go. Yes. Yeah. Um, I always <laughs> got to like, be sure to put that little bit in there. I don't know that anybody else has ever mentioned this because I've never paid attention to what other people actually say about this in particular. Um, I feel like Meritsons give me a little bit of a, almost like a coppery flavor. Is it is it weird to say like it's like an un, like a tiny undertone of copper for me? No, I, I don't think that's weird to say. I mean, they do in like the same way, like certain cream ales will give me that copperiness. Yeah. And it's, but like, that's not a, that's not a bad thing. It's not to a me. bad thing. It's just, no, I like, I've definitely had beers where I can taste the like stainless steel in them as well. But like, that's not what this flavor is. No, it, this is definitely something that's like some kind of like, 
like you know flavor compound that's related to the something that you know some some copper compound i don't know something something that's how they get the color <laughs> that nice coppery color yeah this has a nice like almost rubiness to it if you put it up to light oh yeah Mm. Ruby Oktoberfest. Oh, I'm sure that there's somebody out there who's made like a grapefruit Oktoberfest. I'd drink that. Yeah. I mean, grapefruit lends itself to beer. I mean, most citrus will lend itself to beers. Yeah, this would be a little bit of an odd style to put it with, though. I feel like you tend to do that with more like things that are on the hoppier versus maltier end of things. This is definitely or even lighter malty. like Pilsner or White Ales. Yeah, well, white yeah. Schaffenhofer is like a grapefruit white ale essentially. Yeah, I well that's wrong about that. No, it uh maybe, I don't know. I mean, usually white ales get paired with like orange and coriander. Well, if they pair with orange, then they should also pair well with grapefruit I would think. yes and no they have i mean they they can but like yeah they have the the two citrus fruits have different flavor profiles oh um, what is that there used to be like a really enjoyable like grapefruit ipa maybe mm. yes that that's a get thing when we works. were younger <laughs> so uh... it was probably like you know dogfish head or something but I don't think it was Dogfish Head. No, I don't think it was Dogfish Head. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? I think you, you so. You can like taste it in the back of your mind. <laughs> is it like? Is it something like? Um... Or maybe oh, it was on. something trashy that I liked. I was gonna say, is there? Isn't there the what the the one on Cape Cod? Not Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard. Uh oh. Um, a. I think you're thinking Cisco Nantucket because Cisco. Oh, I think Cisco's Nantucket. Nantucket. Um, oh, I, oh yeah, I think you're right. Fuck it. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was like a Three Revolutions. Maybe it was. No, maybe it was. Your butt. Yeah. Well, we're into the beer. And, like, we are technically talking about beer, but we have such a backlog of beer that we should probably talk about beer. Beer, 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 Oh, beer? for the love of God, yes. We, <laughs> we Actually, I need to... That reminds me. I've been really bad... Like, me, unfortunately. I'm, I'm, I've been really, really bad about checking anything in that I actually drink lately, so... Hopefully oh, I can dig through need, my... You need to be better about that. Yeah, I like, know you're I do. You're our official logger. I know. I need to, like go dig through the pile of cans it's not like even it's a tiny tiny pile i haven't been drinking a lot i was gonna say like you tiny pile i believe me tiny pile well right now well, i believe because i don't have the money to buy anything and that's why you should support us on patreon so you can buy tj beer <laughs> yeah and although depending on how much money me, we i get, guess I'll probably but... just go to buying handles of cheap whiskey yeah yeah <laughs> uh well, while we may promote alcoholism 
we don't i don't know condone it <laughs> approve of it yay drink, drink responsibly yeah don't drink and drive especially call a fucking uber for christ's sake or, or a lift or a fasten does that still exist probably not probably not because mm. i will tell you from experience it's way cheaper to get an Uber or a Lyft from your car and back than it is to get a DUI. Yeah. Don't do it. But hey, we had some beers. I forget why we were hanging out in July, but we, we hung out in July at some point. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, we had a beer from Mortalis out of Avon, New York. Always love a Mortalis. This was Sphinx, a sour smoothie style. The fruited sour blends together blackberry, pineapple, coconut cream, and lactose-free ice cream. A tropical smoothie experience. Um, you know, not not the best Mortalis that we've had, because like we've had we've had several fives from Mortalis. But yeah. like, like with anything from them, it's nothing to scoff at. Uh, yeah. Like it was still tasty. Like, like we gave it a 4.25. So again, nothing to scoff at, but. Not at all. But, you know, like, we know that they can do better. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, not to say that like you should bypass it. Absolutely get it. It's probably better than most of what you can find. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, there are very few companies. Like, it's sort of, it's sort of like Mortalis. Uh, is it definitive or deciduous that's been doing like the smoothie styles? I know definitive. that Spyglass does some really good ones. Um, like Spanish Marie and 450 North mm -hmm. are probably some of the best ones doing it these days. So, yes. Really, anything that you see from Mortalis, like, try it. it it's gonna end up being good like, yeah you will not even, regret it even beyond just like their smoothie styles like i'm not sure if i've had ipas from them but i know that we've had stouts from them mm -hmm. and like those stouts uh, sometimes on the sweet side are usually like big bold and delicious yeah bangers yeah <laughs> bangers <laughs> mm -hmm. speaking of mortalis we had another mortalis and it, this one was a version of Gemini that had strawberry, mango, and watermelon candy. Um, I surprised myself by how much I liked this one because, and I say this because watermelon is one of my least favorite artificial flavors. And that's what water, you know, so watermelon candy makes me go, oh, is this going to taste like fucking pucker <laughs> or like a Jolly, Jolly Rancher, Rancher or something? <laughs> And like I hate I hate that flavor. Like the like a the best example of what I hate about watermelon artificial flavor is Jolly Rancher. Like I fucking hate watermelon Jolly Ranchers with a fiery passion. I didn't hate this beer with a fiery passion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like actually having, you know, real fruit in there is what saved it for me. Um the watermelon I don't think was super heavy handed. I think that probably helped me too, but like I gave this a four point five. Like I, I was shocked at how much I actually liked this. I mean, not five liked, but you know, 
Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm similar. I, I don't like hate artificial watermelon as much as you. Although we, we've all had that bad experience with uh, watermelon pucker. pucker. Yeah, uh, that's why I also hate green apple flavored things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You taste pucker coming up, and it's just it just kind of ruins things for you. <laughs> also, vanilla vodka, artificial vanilla can get fucked. Oh, see, now I personally love a good black Russian with vanilla vodka. I don't know. I mean, I'm weirdly I'm okay with stuff like cupcake, but that's probably because I specifically tasted like vanilla Smirnoff coming up. Mm. Uh, in case you ever oh, try an ice luge, make sure you pay attention to how much you're actually drinking. <laughs> it was it was fun. I ended up going out to um, my my cousin's wedding in Western Mass. Oh, we went to some fucking brewery that was out there too. Uh, but yeah, so one of the places I went was that fucking train bar, like the, mm. the bar that's in the old train station there that, you know, looks rad as fuck. Tunnel bar? Tunnel what bar. It's called? I think so. That sounds right. Oh yeah. It was the Northampton brewery. Um, I don't want to be mean, but their beers are all right. There are better breweries in that area. I think white lions out there. I think that most of the reason that they went there was because it had a uh, large outdoor deck that people could congregate on. Uh. But then a handful of us went to the tunnel bar. And I'm mostly bringing this up not to even talk about the beer part of it, which is great. <laughs> uh, yeah. But because at the tunnel bar, me and my uncle got black Russians towards the end of the night. And it was like legit. You know, like a, I guess a small hurricane glass. So like a 16 ounce hurricane glass that they filled with ice and then like 50% Kahlua, 50% vanilla vodka. Christ. Yeah. I got drunk that night. Yep. It, I it bet you did. It usually takes a lot to get me like capital D drunk. <laughs> yes, it does. That was fun. <laughs> and then the next night was fun. Oh, we don't actually have a whole hell of a lot to get through. I just had to scroll back. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's you. Yeah, it is me. Um, Emily, are you a goofy goober? Because I'm a goofy goober. We're all goofy goobers. I sure fucking am, buddy. Uh, we had goofy goober from Spanish Marie. It's a five percent smoothie style smoothie style sour, uh, conditioned with peanut butter, strawberry soda, blueberry, Concord grape, and ice cream, uh, being vanilla cherry and raspberry, and yeah, like similar to most of the other things that I've been having from Spanish Marine. This was fan fucking tastic. Like yeah, it was. All those flavors came through and mixed together really well. Like it, it gave me definite vibes of you know pb and j but like all the jams yes mm. sorry i'm sipping my october fifth um after that we had a cider <laughs> peter <laughs> 
So the cider we had is from Hudson North Cider Company. They are out of Newburgh, New York. And it was the Rocket Pop from the Adventure series. So it's the, you know, if you don't know what a fucking bomb pop is at this point, like, are what you even American, you bro? Yeah. Um, cherry, ra- let me specify. They say cherry, raspberry, and lime. Let me specify blue raspberry. Mm-hmm. Like blue raspberry and raspberry are not the same fucking flavor. Nope. Blue raspberry is the greatest art, holy artificial flavor of all time. Hard agree. Um, cherry and lime. Uh, like, honestly, it's like, yeah, give me like, like, it's like the, those are three of my top flavors in like candy and stuff. And like you mash them together and they're fucking beautiful. And like this, I mean, I gave this a four because I feel like I've had better iterations of like, you know, lower ABV, like, you know, bomb pop kind of things. But like this surprised me for a cider at how well it did that. Yeah, I mean, similar. I thought it was good, not great. I've definitely had you know i'm not sure if i've had ciders that are going for bomb pop no because i totally have because wasn't there a down east that no those are bomb pop one or were those just like the red white and blue slushies the red white and blue slushies okay and they are not ciders they are actually seltzers. seltzers yeah and uh i think not that far up on this list is the one the final one that i had of that series which is the white. Ah. Yeah, I don't think I ever had the white. Um but yeah, no, it, it was it was an alright cider. Yeah. There was there was just like something missing, it felt. It wasn't it didn't it didn't have enough punch to it. Like I yeah. think that it the flavor need If you're going bomb pop, I feel like the flavor needs to be a bit more aggressive. Like I've had some stuff that does it well and some that does it not as well there's a non-alcoholic soda version called of by a company called like wild bills i think that's pretty solid oh isn't wild bills that um you know big mug o soda place that you you that we usually see it like packs is it i think it might be i don't know i could be totally wrong but i think it might be they make like a cola, a root beer, a bomb pop soda, and like an orange creamsicle soda, I think. Oh, if that's all that they make, then it's not that. Okay. Because this place totally makes like a sarsaparilla as well. Mm. Sarsaparilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, we had from Break and Skiff Apple Orchards out of Lafayette, New York. Their 1911 orange creamsicle. Um, Untapped has no description. It's an orange creamsicle cider. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, like it, it was all right. It was fine. I, I think that I feel like it was the orange was coming through too chemically and drowning out most of the uh, most of the vanilla in it. 
I think what it was is that like both flavors were too weak. It tasted a little bit too much like apple and the vanilla was not enough to compensate for the uh, the two fruit flavors that kind of overpowered it. So kind of what you said, but, you know, writer. I still feel like the uh, the the orange in it was very tang. <sighs> No, no. Tang is actually good. Uh, Sunny D. Yeah. Purple stuff. Yeah, I don't know what purple stuff is, but I would rather take purple stuff over Sunny D. Oh, don't you remember that um, robot chicken bit where they where the guys like it's like that commercial, except the guys are like, wait, purple stuff. And then they try it and like one of them accidentally gets run over by a car and, the, and he it, he comes back to life and they realize that like it makes you invincible or something. And then like oh, they end unkillable. up running out of it or yeah, unkillable. But then they like run out of it and or something and one of them dies. And then like you see later, like Jesus goes into the fridge and it's like, hey, oh, you yeah. took my, Where's purple, my stuff? purple stuff. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. That's like old, old. We adult. are old, yeah. old. Have you not yeah. noticed? Yeah. Well, back in my day, <laughs> the internet was a thing that you had to get through of landline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took you two days to download a picture of Lara Croft naked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember two days, but like I definitely remember multiple hours for a still picture. <laughs> You're like, it's like, ooh, pixelated. Uh, uh, oh, oh, this is going to be so good in a couple hours. Oh, I'm going to be like so turned on. <laughs> don't forget to turn off your screen so you don't get screen burn. You know, until it finishes downloading. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna play Oregon Trail while you wait. <laughs> oh fuck Oregon Trail! I, we we were totally playing um, Snood. Uh, Snood actually kind of. Oh yeah, Snood for was me. way later. Snood, well, not way later, but it was a few years later. Like enough that you know, most of us had like cable internet and shit like that by then. Uh, um, Civ One, maybe. Like early Civ. Maybe it wasn't one. I don't remember. I don't when the Civs I've always released. been a console gamer, <laughs> by and large. I think I played. I played one of the Civs. I think it was like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm burpy tonight. Yeah, it's all good. M- makes for makes for good podcasting. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Oh, have you guys been uh, sailing those seas to watch new Rick and Morty? Why would we sail those seas? We have HBO. Because the new episodes don't go on there until like months after the season is done. Really? Because we watch like the first two at least. Really? Yeah. Huh. Was it maybe it wasn't on maybe it was Hulu? I don't know. We watched it somewhere. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look into that because I didn't think that it was like airing like that anywhere. But that's cool. Uh, 
so that means you've seen uh Jericky. Did we wait? Maybe we didn't watch it. Am I thinking of something else? Fuck. I don't remember. All right. So I'm going to guess you haven't seen Jericky. But there's just a line about, like, you know, can we put on some music? I'd even take a podcast. It's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, do we finish up at least the last couple from this session of drinking? <laughs> yeah, I'd say let's get through at least two more. <laughs> I think we got through like six. That's not great. All right. Next up, we had a beer. This beer uh, is beer. from Weldworks Brewing Company out of Greeley, Colorado. This one was called Three Sheets to the Ocean Breeze. Oh, it is a sour yeah. ale with passion fruit and pineapple puree, coconut, milk sugar, and vanilla. I don't know. I thought it was... I thought it was good, but not great. Um, those are flavors that should work really well together, should work mm -hmm. really well for me. I think that it just wasn't punchy enough. Um, and and we like even rated it higher than its average. Like yeah, we we were we gave it like the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, it was it was a little muted. Like oh no wasn't it no no, no. I, I it's been a while because these are beers from like july 16th that we're talking about mm -hmm. wasn't this one of the ones that the um the coconut was coming through as like really artificial and oh had yeah that, like grossly sweet tang mm -hmm. and that was sort of like what really got us <laughs> not so down with it but still gave it like the benefit of the doubt because like the rest of the flavors were good, but just the way that they handled their coconut was, yeah, yeah. It's still, is... it's it's a four that we gave it. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, but it is kind of disappointing because I've had some other weld works that are, you know, much more impressive. And similar to our last beer for our beer segment. Uh, this one is Drecker out of Fargo, North Dakota. Um, from their Chunk series, their peanut butter and jelly. Like, I don't know. I don't really remember what it was that made us give this one each a four as well. Like, I think that this was another one where like the flavors just weren't punchy enough. Like, yeah, I think up, the peanut was your peanut butter. I think the peanut was a little a little muted, and you know. Like, I understand that peanut is, like, you wouldn't think so, but it is kind of a difficult flavor to work with when it comes to beer. But, like, I don't know. It, it's Drecker. I would expect them to do well with that since they, like, they're, you know, much like someplace like 450 North. You know, they're kind of known for, like, weird smoothie sours. Yeah. And, like, we've had others, not only from Drecker, but others from their Chunk series, and usually the flavors, like, their Chunks usually tend to go a little bit bigger, like, a little more bold with their flavors, and that's sort of what disappointed this even more, was, like, not quite having that punch that, you know, we'd come to expect from this series. Yeah. 
See, you, you get to a certain point of talking about beers and you cannot help but to rate breweries against themselves once you've had enough of their stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, it's we know what you can do. Do better. Indeedly do. I know that we're both drinking out of our fucking uh, night shift glasses. And it's been a while since we've, you know, well... I can't really shit on Night Shift because it's been a while since I've actually had any of their stuff. I guess lamented the the past, the 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 loss of how they what they used to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking what is it, Summer Vice that I always talk about that had like the lemongrass that was just so fucking like punch you in the jaw and tense. Mm-hmm. Like that was amazing. <laughs> yep. It was. Although I do kind of wonder, like, with, you know, all of the stuff we've had since then and how uh, sours as a style in general have evolved, how we'd feel about it now. And I have a feeling that it wouldn't be quite as favorable. Yeah. It's like going back and watching a fucking show that you used to love as a kid and being like, wow, this didn't hold up. <laughs> I've recently rewatched uh the Monster Squad. It, it will be a future episode at some point because fuck right. Uh but oh man, like there is so much dialogue in that movie that's just like wow, that uh that's probably not for the best. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I think that brings us to the end of our beer segment. Um Emily's going to finish up her beer, so I'll start into uh, a little bit of ad break. Um, Hey, fuck you, Zencaster. That's right. Still, fuck you, Zencaster. Uh, If you like listening to us, check out our other podcast, uh, See It or Screw It. It's it's a lot of fun. We talk about movies. I enjoy it. We're going into... uh, we're, We're not there yet, but like what we're going to soon be going into. We just came out of Shocktober and soon going into a uh, holiday or holiday holiday or holiday. Yeah. Or holiday or holiday. I forget how I have it, but whatever. It's, yay it's or gonna nay. Be the same. Yay or nay. Uh, hey, give us money at patreon.com backslash N E B R. That's the initials of our show. Ha ha. N E B R. And here's a random-ass positive ad. Uh, If you like Jason Pargin, a.k.a. David Wong, his new book just dropped on the 31st. It is called Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia. And you can buy it in hardcover format wherever. But, like... Oh, haven't they been like doing cross releases of both hardcover and soft at the same time? Some might, but because uh, I feel I, like the uh, the pre orders like were his... all hardcover. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I like the Zoe series. Uh, John dies at the end is a better series, but all the yeah. John Dave and Amy series is, I guess, what he's calling it now. Yeah. Well, until the end of the series, where hopefully John actually dies i still haven't read the most recent book so he could die in there i have no idea but yeah check out jason pargin um his politics are kind of dumb sometimes but he's a pretty good writer 
Yeah. And, you know, other like he's not like the really shitty kind of libertarian. He's just like the slightly annoying kind of libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's cool. Well, I think he was just on like a small beans episode. Of oh, yeah. He's at, he's rain. promoting um, the new Zoe Ash book. So, yeah, he was on um, he was on Behind the Bastards recently, too. He was also on Quick Question recently. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, he's doing the rounds. Yeah, doing the rounds with his friends. <laughs> Slash former employees. Yeah. Uh, I guess more so former employees than friends. That's kind of both, I guess. It can be both. But, all right, I think that's good ads. We will be back momentarily with beer number two. Woo! Boy, that was a great cigarette, wasn't it, Emily? It sure was, good buddy. <laughs> All right, before we get into our whatever other bullshit that we end up feeling like talking about, ooh, I did watch Bo is Afraid, so I can like try and formulate a response to that movie. I still haven't checked it in on my letterbox because I just, I, whatever. Let's get into beer number two today. <laughs> For the love of God, yes. Beer number two today comes to us from the now defunct River Six Brewing out of Fitchburg, uh, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. This is Eros, their Imperial Stout. I don't know why I felt like there should have been another word there. Uh, coming in at eleven percent, Eros is a Imperial Stout with lactose and rich aromas of chocolate and vanilla, conditioned on chocolate and cream sandwich, sandwich. cookies yeah they can't say oreos oh hydrox okay. okay gotcha gotcha um for a rich flavor does hydrox right. still exist uh probably just not in this country <laughs> three two one crap yeah i didn't fuck it up this time yeah There's a very purry kitty next to me. Oh. Is it a movie boy? It is. He's down to a respectable 16 pounds. <laughs> the vet was like, I'd like to see him lose another pound. See how he's like having trouble washing his, his back end and, and his chest and stuff. And it's like, nah, no, he's, he's just an idiot like that. <laughs> he's been this floofy forever. He's 11. He has not yet figured out how to wash his butt properly. And I doubt he ever will. It's okay. You got other fine qualities. Yeah, he's a bit of a sweet dumb boy. He's not right. even stupid. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not. He's not like one brain cell orange cat. But, you know, he's kind of dumb. No, yeah, he definitely is. Nice. All right, this this is very much a dessert beer. Like, I, I think it's tasty, and actually, I think it's gotten better since we had cracked it, you know, like two weeks ago for the first time. Or at least um, it, it, like, opens up more when it's poured out of the can instead of being drunk from the can. It's still... It's still sweet, but it's not as it's, grossly sweet. It's still overly sweet, and it's going to get... It's I think it's also going to, as it warms up, it's going to get... More and more cloying. Hmm. Guess that means I should drink it as fast as possible. Wait, that seems like a bad idea, too. That sounds hilarious. 
yeah hilarious except for the fact that like you know i i like the time i should go to bed is like 11 or midnight the time i actually go to bed is usually like, like one but you know well if you get drunk then you'll go to bed early just get as drunk as possible as fast as possible pretend like you're 21 again pretend oh, yeah, like that... you're 19 again at a frat party <laughs> That will result in me not making it to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, folks, you know, as you get older, those hangovers, they get nastier and nastier. Well, that's why you drink water. Pop a couple of ibuprofen before you go to sleep. Oh, yeah, because that'll do great on my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man, I feel like there's so much stuff that we could talk about. And, like, there are certain things that I would like us to talk about and, like, we have no place to talk about. But I am not a supporter of Hamas or the IDF and the government of Israel. Yeah. Fuck all of them. Like, I am for the people. Yes. But, like, I'm... If I'm taking a side here, I just I hate like the fucking Zionist viewpoint. Like I like I keep on finding I I keep on finding myself having to turn off like CNN because of like how pro-Zionist they often are in their reporting. Yeah, it really bothers me, too. It's like, look, man, I understand that there are, are, you know, like political and tactical reasons that you want to maintain a good relationship with Israel. But like. They're literally doing a genocide. They fucking said so. It's like, no, no, they're not doing a genocide. And they're like, actually, yeah, we are. No, we, we kind of are. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just want them out of here so that we can take their homes. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I if I lose listeners because of this, fuck them. Uh, I'm, I'm with the people of Palestine in this one. They are the least wrong in this situation. I mean, these are people that have essentially been living in an open air prison for how many generations at this point? Yeah. And, you know, the. The the like and people are like, oh, well, they voted for Hamas. And it's like, yeah. And if your kids were fucking starving and you saw somebody who was able to actually get them food, you would fucking vote for them, too. Yeah, Like, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like your fucking, you know, first world bullshit does not like, you know, trump people's need for like food and shelter. Yeah, uh, food, food, clothing, shelter. Mm hmm. I am not pro Hamas by any stretch of the imagination, but I do have issues with, you know, a day after day reporting of. IDF has bombed this refugee camp, this refugee camp, this hospital, this other hospital. Oh, yeah. Hamas are using that fucking ambulance to uh, transport terrorists. So we got to blow it up like. Yeah. It's uh, it's like, like it's cool when people like admit to war crimes and like no one does anything about it. I, I, I love that. 
I love or, that. For or, Israel. you know, your government gives them more money to or is trying to give them more money so they can commit even more war crimes. Yeah. <sighs> it's cool shit, man. It's fucking great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hope we don't lose listeners over this. This feels I... like common sense bullshit of like genocide bad. Like, yeah, man, you're like if you're Jewish then your grandparents or great grandparents potentially or or you know great aunts and uncles like somebody within the last three generations of your family most likely died as a result of a genocide and now the israeli government is committing a genocide because they want land yeah, I mean, seriously, it's like the people that are like, well, if I was in, you know, around during the Holocaust, I totally would have fucking stood up for people and Jews and stuff. And it's like, and yet here we are. And you're being like, it, genocide's cool, okay? Like, this is not, you know, you are not on the right side of history, my friend. Um, Yeah, like, it's just, and... You know, anybody who's going, well, Israel has the right to defend itself. It's like, yeah, I know Hamas attacked first. It's not good. It's not a good look. I'm not like fucking defending violence. I'm, but I am saying like that's equivalent to being like, oh, that kid threw a rock at my Cadillac. I'm going to run him over. Like that is not fucking fair play. Like it's like yeah. the, 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 the scale of destruction is not equivalent. And also, that does anybody remember an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind? Like, also, you know, maybe like don't respond to like violence that's born out of complete desperation for you know with like more violence. Well, I mean, you have to you have to raise the next generation of Hamas now. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, well, that's what Israel's actively doing. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, Netanyahu supported. Hamas because he wanted somebody to uh, fight. Yeah, it makes him look cool. Yeah, it makes him look like a big man, and mm -hmm. it's a good way to consolidate power because you know that's why GW was reelected in 04. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> depending on who you ask, either elected or reelected. <laughs> yeah, we actually elected him the second time. It's stupid. We actually elected him the second time. <laughs> But um, the air about the first, but yeah, let, now that we've lost all of our listeners, <laughs> I was going to say, let, let's, I mean, again, like, you know what, man, if you, if you fucking, if you fucking leave because you're like these people, you know, no, like we're, we're just, we, we like fuck violence, man. Yeah. And if I, you, I like if my you violence disagree, fictitious. <laughs> if you disagree, goodbye. I don't I'm not going <laughs> to don't let the door hit you your ass on the way out like I'm not going to miss you. Anyway, um you know who I will miss? It's River Sticks Brewing. River yeah. Sticks was not like the greatest brewery that Massachusetts ever produced. But they weren't Definitely anywhere the near 10. the bottom of that. No, I don't know. I don't know that I would say top 10, but they are not anywhere near the bottom of the list. Um Oh, fine. Just leave. I like. Are we I are we just doing pure Mike. breweries or cider houses as well? Um, breweries and and cider houses. I think you could justify, but I mean, I are you also including? All right, then yeah, probably like pretty top things 20. and 
Yeah, it's oh, a, it's making it like I wasn't even thinking about the memories of things because yeah, pretty things, mystic. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, River Sticks, I. I don't even I never even made it there, which is kind of fucking sad, honestly. But I did buy their stuff quite a bit. I thought that, mm-hmm. you know, I think their best series was the Sours. Um I've had some of their IPAs. They were okay. Um, I think that they were like they were they were more than okay when they were fresh, but they did not they did not age last well. long. Um yeah. and I think that their stouts are pretty good on the whole um i think the sours were the best thing that they did but anyway i mean this is it's still a great loss i mean i i really i like to see the diversity in you know having smaller breweries around and you know i appreciate that they took a lot of you know kind of interesting shots and like they had more hits than misses um i'd agree i would say you can probably still find their stuff in stores somewhere Um, don't have the ipas but like i'm sure most of the rest of it is pretty fair game yeah like their stouts i would guess would probably age fairly well Mm. yeah based on based on the taste of this one i'm not sure that i would push this one all that far um like I, if you're listening to this, like well, if six months from now, barrel aged, then that yeah. should age well. But this isn't, and it's quite sweet. And I'm not sure that this isn't gonna like skunk. Yeah, stouts can do that. But yeah, this is quite sweet, but tasty. Yeah, it's still tasty. Um, I mean, I could easily drink a full six, a full yeah, sixteen ounce of this. I can't. But... I'm not sure that I'm going to make it through this whole thing. Oh, it's very bad. sweet. Like this is, a, and I am a person who like I can deal with like sweet, like mouth hurting sweet. But like, there's a difference to me between like pure sugar and like that cloying sweetness like mm-hmm. i don't know exactly what the difference is but like this comes across much more cloying to me and like it's actually going to burn me out on sweetness and you can burn me out on sweetness with pure sugar like you've seen me walk away from frosting not <laughs> large amounts and not like all the time but like it does happen there are times where i'm like i've had enough frosting which is, yeah. I don't know what the difference is, but. Well, it's too bad that you can't just like teleport your remainder beer to me because I would drink it. But like, you know, this would be, uh, I think, a good, uh, you know, post dinner drink it like a port almost. Yeah. Like a four to six ounce pour that you just sit and sip for a while. Yeah, it would be better to share this with like three other people. Yeah. I mean, again, I can drink all of it myself, but like there are very few things that I can't drink. Could we not scratch my shit? Thinking Willie Superbrew. 
Yeah. Um, Why did you have to remind me that existed? I didn't gotta, need to gotta, remember. Gotta have those bad memories. Ew. Um. Oh, how about a super short, spoil-free, newish movie review? Because I feel like I already mentioned that I watched uh, Bo is Afraid. So I should probably like talk about it some. I... I really want to see Ari Aster direct something that he hasn't written because this is like a three hour just like I can't even call it trash art like like Babylon is such trash art and I kind of love it this could have leaned more in any direction like it's very it's very big fish in many ways, mm-hmm. but like in all the worst ways of big fish. Um, it's it's essentially an anxiety nightmare, but it's very specifically Ari Aster's anxiety nightmare. Like you, you he could have played up a little more of you know any element inside of it instead of just this like three hour masturbatory exercise to let us know that he has issues with his mom. Like I'm super curious about what his childhood was because like it, it seems like he either grew up in an abusive household or wishes that he grew up in an abusive household. And I can't tell which one it is. Cause like he also like, because, you know, he, he's hereditary. He's midsummer. He's mm-hmm. the strange truth about the Johnsons. Because I remember showing you that at some point. Yep. And it's like, there's definitely a through line of, you know, familial abuse in many of yeah. these. Actually, in all of them in some ways. Uh, the loose is probably midsummer, just yeah, but like you know, having a bipolar sister, you know, it could essentially amount to emotional abuse, given that you know, she takes not only her own life but also murders her parents, leaving her alone in the world. I don't know, I still like midsummer, like mm-hmm. it's it's the only one of his that I of his features that I really like. And I mm-hmm. don't feel like I have to like terribly terribly defend myself on that one. Like it's it's a gorgeous film. I think the story is really good. And like it mostly moves along. I wouldn't mind seeing the director's cut at some point, but I'm guessing that, you know, what made it too theatrical is probably the better cut of it. With Bo is afraid, I'm not really sure what you cut. <laughs> But it's way too long. There's no need for this movie to be three hours. Like, if you want to do that, I maybe maybe see if you can sell it off as, like, you know, a limited series of three episodes. That would yeah. make it a lot more palatable and sort of how the structure of the movie works. Because uh, you can just walk away, like, once an hour. Uh, but, like, he's a good director. He has a good eye. I just am not terribly invested in the stories that he has to tell. Yeah. I, I would I would be 
very curious to see him direct something he hasn't written. Yeah, that would be cool, actually. Like, he has a very good eye for cinema, but his stories are bad. And I even still say, like, there's a good movie inside of Hereditary. It's not Hereditary, but there's a good movie inside of there. Yeah, I could see that. It's not Hereditary, though. No, it's not Hereditary. But, like, I don't know what your good movie inside of Bo is Afraid is. Like, it's... Only waste your time if you have morbid curiosity. <laughs> like, that's the best recommendation I can give for it. Wow. <laughs> and TJ loves crap, so. Yeah, no, I, I love crap. And he defends hereditary way too much, usually. Again, like, there's a good movie in there. It just isn't what we got, and no, you have to judge it by what it is. Um, all right, we can't talk about like the end of Lower Decks because Emily hasn't watched it yet. Nope. Um, I've been watching this season. Uh, like I, I, I hate my Thursdays. I love my Thursdays right now, but I also hate my Thursdays because like Thursday is like the only day of the week that has stuff that I watch. Because Thursday will be, you know, Thursday was Lower Decks, so no longer that. Uh, there's one more week of Loki, so that's Thursday. Uh, Gen V's over, so there's no longer that. But I think that Invincible is Thursdays. Um, Quantum Leap is Thursdays, because yes, I watched the Quantum Leap Redux. Fuck you, it's good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, but I've also been watching the newest season of Chucky, which is fun and ridiculous. If you haven't watched the first three seasons, if you haven't watched the first two seasons, uh, you can find them on Peacock with new episodes from season three airing whenever they do. Yeah, I, I haven't know, watched any of it. I really, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. He makes it hard to keep up on stuff sometimes. Is he just like watching stuff without you or? No, he just has main control of the TV and a lot of what he does is play games and I just sort of sit here and dick around and do my own thing. Oh, well, that's annoying. What you need to do is like our old setup where you have a smaller TV that's your gaming TV and then the primary TV where you can like watch stuff. We don't have a good spot to put a second TV though. Oh, figure it out. <laughs> I really mm -hmm. have no good idea for you. It would be like, you know, some sort of armature attached to the red chair that could just like fit next to it or be pulled out so you can have that there but i don't know how to do that but yeah i really that was one of the things that i really liked about our writing apartment is i had my gaming tv and then we had our watching tv mm -hmm. and then that way i could game and we could watch because that's how my adhd functions yeah yeah <laughs> Ah, uh, the sweet, sweet days of Paragon.
Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of fun playing it. Now I play Fortnite. <laughs> uh, it's just depressing because like Fortnite was the Paragon killer because Epic wanted to turn more of their servers towards Fortnite because Fortnite was popular and Paragon wasn't. So they yeah. killed the Paragon servers. Bam, bam, bam. Yep. Bam. Oh, hey, by the way, nobody cares about this except for me and Emily. But uh, yeah, fantasy hockey. We're like a month into it. <laughs> and me and you are face to face this week. And you, you hear want... and all the, and you can almost hear all of the people going unsubscribe and they're breaking <laughs> their fucking keyboard trying to do it. Do, do, do you want to know what our uh, our scores today are so far? Mm. Do we? I don't know. Do they care? They, I'm sure. Not they at all. <laughs> oh, I yeah, because we're up against I, each other. I just want to gloat because we're against each other. <laughs> oh, I guess that means I'm not doing so hot. <laughs> of course, Allmark didn't fucking start either. Uh, Games sorry, aren't over folks. yet. Sorry, folks. I had to like rub my face and hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. I'm at eight and he's at 26. Get fucked, TJ. <laughs> and I'm projected to finish the week approximately 20 higher than you. I mean, I still have two guys who haven't, three guys who haven't started their games yet. They're all D's, but whatever. Oh, no, one of them is a forward. No, four guys who haven't started I, their games yet. I had a D score like nine, score like 10 points today. Oh. oh, yeah, the game's not even over. They're only in the third, and he's got 9.6 as a defenseman. That's wild. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah, sorry, folks. Our fantasy hockey league that we've been in together for, for like nine years at this point, eight years. Uh, it's a while. It reminds Ooh. me, I need to... Hey, Nick, if you actually listen to the show, you'd know I have the belt, but you don't, so... Yeah. Well, Nick's fault. <laughs> he should be listening to our podcast like a good friend. <laughs> no one listens to our podcast. No one. No, no. That there's not no one. There's like 30 people that we have no idea who we are. So hey, like, subscribe, engage with us. <laughs> Tell your Let friends. Let us know about you're them. out there. Bribe them. <laughs> Bribe them for us with love. All right. Um, well, hey, Gen V, I don't know how much of or if any of the boys you've watched, but if you like the boys, like Israel was like, oh, I tried watching it and I have access to his prime. So I know he didn't actually try watching it. He looked at the description and was like, I don't want to watch that. I watched like and I think I watched the first couple episodes. I liked it. I mean, the boys uh, is great, but oh, of Gen V. Yeah, we watched all of the boys together, dumbass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, well, you should watch Gen V because it is, you know, going to be Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, it's all part of it. Hmm. Oh, you should also watch, like, the boys cartoon thing that they did at some point. Yeah, we watched that together. Oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't always have a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I watched so much that, like, 
literally the only reason I have any idea how many movies I usually watch. And even then I'm usually wrong because I'm about as good as it as I am at like utilizing fucking untapped frequently is because of Letterboxd. Like, I wonder yeah. if I can check in seasons of things. It that would be much that better. I can't... Yeah, it seems dumb that I can't check in like individual episodes of things. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be cool. Uh, this season of Loki is really good. Oh, that's promising. I haven't watched it yet at all. So, like, season Next one. This week is the season finale. <laughs> season one frustrated me. Like, I had a lot of problems with it. What were your problems with it again? Um, Kang is boring, and I don't really like... I don't know if I just didn't like how he portrayed it, or if I didn't like the character, or what, but, like, I don't know. I've seen Kang in two things now. Bless you. Ugh, and it didn't do it for me. Um... Oh, do you I mean feel Kang as, Kang as Kang or the actor? Either. Oh, you should watch I don't... Lovecraft Country. Like, it's disappointing that it didn't get a second season, but he is really good in Lovecraft Country. Oh, well, I don't like him as Kang. Um, and my other big problem with it is actually that... Um, so that's like... Avengers, uh, like event, the first Avengers movie era Loki, right? I'm remembering uh, that correctly. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you about this. The, the character progression in season one is like, oh well, but we need him to be the Loki that's dead. So like, let's like fast forward and give him all of the memories of the other Loki, and it's like that doesn't mean he's going to necessarily like go through the same emotional beats like you can't just be like whoops we forgot this is the wrong loki click button it's like he fucking downloaded the other loki's thing like memories from like the like in the matrix and like you know is like i know kung fu and it's like no, <laughs> no, no really don't, really don't. guys i do know kung fu <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the thing man is like learning information via you know fast methods versus learning like having an emotional connection to those events is not the same thing yeah. i don't i think that they i think they they forced that shit and it just didn't work for me and it wasn't even something as cool as like download it was him li- literally just like watching the events yeah when he it's was like in the time theater <laughs> Yeah, it's it's more like um a clockwork orange. Yeah. Except without the torture part. Well, season 2 I think is much better. <laughs> good. That's, that's uh, good. If you have issues with Jonathan Majors performance, then you're probably still going to have issues with his performance, but Kiku Kwan is awesome. So like I'm so happy that he's getting like so much work again. So what are they doing about Jonathan Majors and the fact that he's supposed to be like our new big bad? 
Uh, nothing has been officially decided yet. There are rumors swirling about of just axing Kang and inserting Doom, which I hope they don't do. Uh, really, if they're that worried about majors, they should just recast him. Like, who gives a shit? Like, you, you can recast people. I mean, the MCU has done it once. I mean, not for a long time, but they've done it. Yeah. Well, I think they've actually done it more than once. Have they? I mean, I'm thinking of Terrence Howard, but... Yeah, it's definitely Terrence Howard. Like, I think that there's, like, one or two, you know, smaller ones in there that nobody's, like, cared about. But Terrence Howard was probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yeah, get like fucking uh, what's his name, Denzel Washington's kid that was in uh, that that Christopher Nolan movie that sucked. Don't ask me which okay. one. Okay. <laughs> but the one with uh, Robert Pattinson and and like time moving backwards. Okay. You you know the one. No, I don't. I can't think of the name. Oh. Well. It wasn't his most recent. It was the one that came out before that. Is, is it like Tenet? Tenet. There we go. I can't believe I know the name of it because of how I, I've never seen it. I just know that it's bad. Yeah. And that's why I remember the name. I mostly think of Tenet as a uh, terrible healthcare for profit company. And also a terrible Christopher Nolan movie. Um, but he's really good in it. Just recast him. <laughs> but yeah, this season's good. I have an idea of where it's going to go for the season finale, but I don't actually know. I hope that I'm pleasantly surprised. But yeah, I mean, Kiki Kwan. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just sitting here thinking like Kang and then thinking, well, it couldn't possibly be as bad as Quantumania. Oh, I feel like that's mean. <laughs> Quantum Quantumania fucking sucks, dude. Like, there's just... <laughs> ugh. Ugh. I can still have fun watching a movie without it being a good movie. Well, that's the thing, is like, it was so bad it wasn't... It, it took away from the fun for me. Like, it lost all of the fun that it had that, like, the Ant-Man movies had before. Like, not that Ant-Man and the Wasp was that fun, but, like, God, it was more fun than that. And, like, I don't know. I mean, it was to the point where, like, you know, Paul Rudd's, like, humor felt out of place and, like, his performance felt weird and forced. And, like, Paul Rudd's a good actor, so... Um, did did you end up watching Werewolf by Night in color? Nope. Don't. <laughs> it's better in black and white, I take it. Yeah, it loses so much of its, like, charm in its original presentation. Because, like, you can't really call it black and white, because you still have, you know, the red of the bloodstone, mm -hmm. like, shining through. And then that, like, you know, Alice in Wonderland sort of shimmer across into color once Elsa gets the bloodstone. And, like, it holds more weight. 
it's I guess it's neat to see in color just to get like a better idea of production design, but it's not better to watch in color. Mm. And I'm actually curious. I didn't look to see if it's rating had changed between in color and not in color. Cause like there's that hallway scene with the blood that gets splattered across the camera that. It's definitely a little more brown than red when they do it in the movie mm. in, in color. In living color. Yes. Do what you want to do in living color. Thanks to SW1 for those sweet, sweet tunes. Probably not finishing this beer, by the way. Uh you do know who SW1 was, right? I think so. Sean Wayne's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, outside of, you know, the token white guy and the token white chick, <laughs> it was mostly a family production. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. And also, like, kudos on Keenan Ivory Waynes for having an eye for some talent. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, uh, fucking Jim Carrey was actively trying to get onto, like, SNL or even, like, SCTV at that time. And nobody would take him. And, you know, Keenan Ivory was just like, yeah, I'm fucking making a comedy show. Join it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Yep. <laughs> Many memories of Fire Marshal Bill. Uh, although I am having now memories of other skits that have not aged well. What, like Dirty Dozens? Homie the Clown? Oh, no. Homie the Clown, Dirty Dozens is great. I'm thinking of uh, Jim Carrey as a like female wrestler maybe oh something like that yeah it's been a long time it has <laughs> that shit came out when we were like seven <laughs> yay we're old all right well emily's not going to finish hers and mine is almost done so i don't know what else we really have to say um we're old and i like i i, I do find it really funny though that now that the war the war on Israel is happening, because that's what every fucking breaking news, the war on Israel. Nobody's talking about Ukraine anymore. Yep. Bullshit. So, Slava Ukraine. <coughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you, you got anything else? Cats are cool. Cats are cool. All right, cool. Well, uh, we, we've been doing in beer reviews. Um, you can check out our. Uh, well, Emily, do you want to do our check out our other podcast? Check out our other podcast. Check out our other podcast. It's us with other people. It's called See It or Screw It. We talk about movies and it's cool and stuff. And you should come listen to it now. Yes. Right, right now. Right now. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, we've been doing the beer reviews. I've been TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, X. Uh, you can give Ugh. us money at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. Uh, so if, uh, fucking, you got a final word, Em? I have the hiccups now. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.